So what are you gonna do now? Don't know. Hey, you ever think about opening a bonsai store? Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, our podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three smelly minutes at a time. I'm Robin. Hello. I'm Matt. <laughs> and uh, joining us again today, welcome back, listener Jeff. Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Who you calling smelly? <laughs> I didn't say smelly, Jeff. Um, uh, today we are talking about minutes 12 through 15 of the Karate Kid Part 3. Wow, it seems like we just started this movie. Uh, they begin with Miyagi returning for the maple. Oh, thank goodness. And ending with Daniel worried about the train schedule. Ha 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 ha. All right. We, we, <laughs> I mentioned before how uh, Ralph Macchio talked in interviews leading up to the fourth season about uh, of Cobra Kai about not having fond memories of Part 3. And uh, thanks to listener Ann, uh, I have some articles that she sent to me and uh, interviews with uh, different people. But uh, just these quotes are from uh, Ralph himself, and he's doing his best to sell this movie in interviews. So this is a, this is a little long. I apologize, but feel free to, to, to are comment. Are these older interviews? Yep, yep. These are all around the time that he is trying to uh, plug um, – Plug Karate Kid Part 3. So uh, the first quote I titled, he had to do it. Okay, so <laughs> it says, at first I wasn't that excited about doing the third one. There was no question that I would do it. I had to do it. When I did the original movie, they made me sign a three-picture contract. Yeah. When when they were ready to shoot this one, I thought to myself, I hope it doesn't do, do well so I don't have to keep carrying this image. But now I'm proud of it. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it's going to be as big as the first two. It certainly has the elements, but the competition this summer is fierce and three years have passed. So it's so funny. He's just like, I didn't want to do this. They made <laughs> me do this, but it's great. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it really, it really does reek of a, uh, Hey, we did two. We have to do a trilogy because you do trilogies. So yes. Yes. <laughs> And he was never cast in anything again. Uh, he uh, he likes it better than part two. Uh, the quote is, I didn't appreciate the second film at all. I just wasn't what? thrilled about it. I know, right? He's breaking my heart. My character, Daniel, didn't get to go too far. It lost a little heart. But this one gets back to the basics of the first film. It adds on to the storyline and characters rather than simply adding explosions and fights. There are more emotional things going on. I get to grow a bit, so I like it much better. Ralph, okay. you're breaking me, my heart. You're going <laughs> down a path I can't follow. <laughs> uh, here's something he says about the script. The first draft of the script for this one was really bad. But when we started working on it, we introduced new characters and my input was listened to, which didn't happen with the first two films. I think it really turned. I think it finally turned out pretty good as second sequels go. It's much more like the original. It's a nice curtain on the trilogy. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, don't ask for me to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his input, uh, he says, quote, I have some control. Uh, I can say this doesn't seem right, but I really can't say this script isn't up to par. I won't do it. <laughs> Which I thought that was telling. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh, he, like it basically is just like I can tell them I don't like 
this for my character, but in the end, I, I have to do what they tell me to do. <laughs> uh, here's another one. It's basically talking about how he's doing it for the kids. Uh, he says, quote, I'm not that excited about doing the picture, except for the opportunity to entertain little kids. The first one I just did, and it was a phenomenal surprise. But now it's for the kids because they look up to it. After all the garbage they have to deal with in the world, AIDS, drugs, and all this stuff, it's just nice to be able to present them with an hour and 45 minutes of something positive. I'm always trying to do films that are basically positive, not Sunday night Disney movies, just things that are good that people can gain from. As to Karate Kid, I know it's not a great message film, but so many parents have told me that it's the greatest babysitter they've ever had. They plug it into the VCR and the kids don't move. <laughs> that's right. Terry Silver is for children. Yeah, I was going to say, I think part three is like the darkest of the three movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Because like Miyagi and, and uh, Daniel like have a, a, a rift between them. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it, it's kind of heartbreaking, uh, and you know, it makes you go like, why is that? Why is Daniel being so mean now? Um, this this uh, last quote uh, is about his legacy, but I know one of our listeners, Rose, is out there. She's a little young. I'm just going to say this language is a little blue. Uh, so, for any kids that are listening, skip ahead maybe because uh, it's a little weird. <laughs> he says, "I want to know when I have children." that they're going to be able to see dad's work without being embarrassed about it. That's just my morals. That's the way I am. People can jaw their own judgment on why I choose to say that, but that's what I believe in. Besides, I've never heard a critic say, this actor should be nominated because of that love scene. The way he reached orgasm was unbelievable. <laughs> and then it says, he bursts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he made himself so, laugh, yeah. me. Yeah, he made himself laugh. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I guess he's just like he, he's into doing wholesome stuff. And I guess that does not involve sex scenes. Um, so, yeah, those are some fun quotes from uh, Ralph back in the day. I want to give a shout out to uh, the Tumblr account that Ann, uh, listener Ann, got some of these articles from. It's called LaRusso's Mom Jeans, which I think is a hilarious name for a, a Tumblr blog. Um, That's pretty great. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Anne tells me that she's a listener as well, so I wanted to send a special shout-out to Hannah as well. Uh, so, all right. We pick up <laughs> where we left off on Monday with Daniel offering to get the last maple tree and Miyagi saying no. But uh, turn, he then says, I go uh, at the start of this. So I guess he he, he just wanted to get it. So, so this whole scene, yep. he's, like, super sad. And, I like, I never really got that he was super, like – passionate or connected to his job and this work area mm. but now he is i don't know it didn't come through in the first movie he just seemed to be like passing the time there because he had to right like I, I i suppose he'd have a, a more of a reaction or this kind of reaction if he was being evicted from his home um but i mean you know lots of bonsais are made there and this is where he forged first forged his relationship with daniel um Maybe something to do with that. That's just what I'm yeah. thinking. Um, but Daniel's coming it, with them. It's all good. It is always a bummer if you're like really old and like out of a job too. <laughs> um, yeah, that part. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he goes in and he, and he walks to the maple and it looks like, uh, you know, here in the Northeast, our own uh, maple trees after the fall with just like one or two leaves still on the branch. 
and like is is Ableton or you know maybe Cayman being kind of like metaphoric like does the tree represent how things are here at the South Seas now and maybe <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Is, <laughs> is that an actual maple tree doesn't it look like all the other bonsais yeah it's small uh, but I believe it's a it's it, it it has it has some like orangey mapleish leaves on it. So I don't know. Maybe it's like a smaller variant. I don't know trees. <laughs> oh man, I gave it away. <laughs> we're third season and we're, I don't know anything about trees. <laughs> we found oh. we finally found your weakness. You're gonna struggle <laughs> on this movie. <laughs> uh, Bill Conti's okay. music. This. Bill Conti's music this time is a variation on some previous uh, Miyagi music, and uh, the piece of score playing here is actually called The Last Tree. Um, So I wanted to kind of also give a shout out to any listeners that have been following along. Like Star Wars Minute has a companion music podcast called Star Wars Music Minute, and I just wonder, you know, maybe there's somebody out there who wants to do Karate Kid Music Minute, you know? (laughs) Just saying. I really... Uh, uh... I, I, I can't do all this. I, I think you've already listened to it, but I really recommend the soundtrack shows episodes oh, yeah. on, on the uh, Karate Kid soundtrack. Or did, did they ever do part three? Or they, maybe they just did, did part one. Did they even do part two? Right. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was just one, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Daniel sticks his head in and asks if Miyagi's okay, and Miyagi turns around and looks at him and doesn't say anything for just like a moment. And I was like, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's uh, like this. This looks exactly like when Daniel first poked his head in and Miyagi turned around and looked at him, you know, while he was attending to a tree. Uh, mm. It's just kind of like echoing their first their first meeting. So I think they did that intentionally. Yeah. Uh, so here's where we get into it. This is where Daniel first gets the idea that Miyagi should open up a bonsai store. And I think at this point. Miyagi makes a mistake here by admitting it's a dream of his. <laughs> because you know I think how it, and it, Daniel is. Daniel really wants a, Mr. Miyagi's made Daniel so happy. All he would want to do is make make Mr. Miyagi happy. And now he's lost his job. And uh, now Daniel knows what Mr. Miyagi should do next. <laughs> and uh, 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 he also. Uh, says something about um uh like he he's not going to do that until like his retirement it's his dream but you know he's he's waiting until like a retirement thing and daniel's like well, what do you call this and it's like hey hey man how old do you think i am <laughs> <laughs> think i'm ready to retire I, I i'm just getting started uh and yeah i'm not sure if like a fix-it guy for a condo could even afford to retire i mean uh i don't know about 19 19- 85 economy but sure um, there's plenty of other condos in Reseda. right right so. he should call the number on the on, on the south <laughs> seas <laughs> and then terry silver will answer <laughs> yeah i'm giving you nothing old man um i'm gonna work and, you till your hands bleed <laughs> <laughs> gonna make you suffer and then i start with the pain um yeah miyagi looks very teary-eyed, which makes me teary-eyed, and uh, signals to Daniel to grab the wind chime at the door, which uh, we always I don't know hear if I would have the door opens. I, yeah, I don't know if I would have known what he was talking about. He just goes, oi! <laughs> and he, like, and he kind of looks up. 
Yeah. And I would have been like, huh? What do you want me to do? <laughs> so, yeah, then Daniel takes one last look at the maintenance shed and turns off the lights. Goodbye. Goodbye, you grand old maintenance shed. <laughs> you great place where we learned, uh, we healed our wounds and we learned about the main uh, bonsai care and built put the together costumes. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so uh, we go back to Miyagi's house and Daniel keeps going on and on about the bonsai shop idea. He's Miyagi's he got the trees, um, but uh, Miyagi says he doesn't have the money. And we learn a little bit more here that Miyagi spent all his money. Like he spent a lot of money to probably fly over there. And then he spent uh, all his money building a house for Yukie. Did her yeah, old so house I, get destroyed in the typhoon? <laughs> Maybe there was a, a spark and that fridge caught on fire, you know, because <laughs> of the bad insulation that we yeah. all learned about. Right. <laughs> you remember that memorable episode? <laughs> Actually, do remember that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, crazy Miyagi. That, so that's what they've been doing all summer. They built a house for Yukie, uh, Miyagi and, and I'm assuming Daniel and then Daniel and his summer romance with Kumiko. And, uh, well, Daniel's got a lot of skills for that. He can, he can do a lot of painting and sanding. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did they build it or did Daniel build it? (laughs) Show me build the entire house. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if, I'm wondering where electric and plumbing gets involved though. Like how, you How do you do a teaching methods around that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Daniel then says he's still got money. That uh, you know, he's still got the money that he won from the whole ice breaking bet in Okinawa. He's got it in cash, and he's still got it. He's been just carrying it around in his pocket, and. Uh, and, and and then we find out the conversation with Lucille, like he's registering for classes in a few days. Like, don't you need to like put money down or something? Or do you just kind of walk into registration and slap like a, <laughs> several hundred dollars down? <laughs> uh, yeah, this could either give me a college education, a plane ticket to Japan, to Japan or a bonsai shop. Hmm. <laughs> um. And yeah, he's uh, he's very much like you know, smell this money. <laughs> like no, you've been carrying that around in your pocket like all summer. No, gross. Um. So yeah, Miyagi tries to stop the conversation. Um, he's happy. He was probably happy to take a few dollars for some Chinese food, but he's not going to take all his money for a new business. So, uh, the com- the discussion is closed. But Daniel just kind of keeps going on and on about it. Saying it's his dream, like he you, hey, you said it was your dream, <laughs> um, and then he's like, "Well, if you miss the train this time, you know there may not be another one," uh, which kind of goes into the next. Uh, you're uh, old. It's a minute. Yeah, I was like, "Man, this is get Daniel. You're a little bit insulting here. Like, you're never gonna have any opportunity like this, like ever again. Like, come on." I know he doesn't say it in those words, but he is a little ageist, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Like you're old. So obviously you're going to retire and here's some money. Cause we know you're never going to get any more money. I don't know, but 
yeah, that, a little little short episode, but I really didn't have too much to say here. I mean, um, uh, we're still plugging along. Karate Kid 3, we're getting into uh, the meat of the plot. Um, and I think uh, Mr. Silver is going to uh, bring some of that. Uh, no, that's I don't want to phrase it that way. Um, <laughs> what? Mr. Silver will be here on Friday with more plot. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we got we got part A of plot. Yeah, yeah. Uh but uh yeah, it looks like we have to go catch a train uh since uh we might miss it this time. So uh thanks Jeff for joining us this Wednesday. No, oh, thanks for letting me back again and I'll I'll be back again Friday. Yes. Uh, I we demand it. You you <laughs> cut him off. You didn't even get to ask. <laughs> I'm so excited to get Terry Silver. <laughs> You know, if you miss the train this time, you know, there's uh, there may not be another one. So um, you'll never have guessed on another podcast again, obviously. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, ask for us. Please send us feedback. Uh, Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can join the Miyakido Facebook uh, uh, group. Uh, it, just search for Karate Kid Minute and you'll find us. And if you got a, a minute or three. Uh, give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts or uh, on Spotify if you're still a part of that. Uh, and if you're enjoying the show, of course. And until next time. No idea. Discussion closed.